It is blinking. You're 13 minutes deep into this. Oh, All right, man. let's go. Yeah, that's a pretty good way of starting this. Yeah, geez. Welcome, everybody, to Car uh, Two Dudes, One Car. Wow, that was a little off script. By the way, this is a podcast. You guys can find it everywhere. You can find it on Spotify, Google Cast, uh, Apple, everywhere you want to. Also on YouTube. We're not on Facebook because we don't trust Marky Mark. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, we, I just, there's just no English-speaking audience on Facebook. Did you see? I, I saw him at a UFC event recently, and he was looking more human than ever. Dude, I I actually love what he's doing. I love because he's been going. He's been taking classes. Yeah. Uh, to be a human. A hot, no, I don't care what anyone. It, I, I don't 100%. care what anyone says. Go back and look at videos of him 2017, and then go look at the progression on the Lex Friedman podcast on the first one, second, and third. He's taking classes on how to be likable and how to relate to other people he legitimately is maybe that's what we're doing wrong though we need to take we some could, classes i need to take some classes on being like by, by the way imagine like where where'd he go to hire like uh because uh, it's, it's mark that zuckerberg. would be it's mark zuckerberg <laughs> where'd he go to find like a teacher that by the way knew that couldn't say anything because you don't want people yeah, yeah, finding yeah. out that i'm learning how to be a human yeah yeah uh, imagine ima where the fuck did he find the post-it for it like where, how do you find someone just like just a hey, telephone pole somewhere could, is your name mark zuckerberg could, <laughs> <laughs> i can help you i don't know but he's been doing a great job you saw did we talk about the the back and forth he had with apple or no. not about the vision pro have you not seen that video oh yeah we did talk about yeah that. we did we did talk about that and then when he was in Vegas at the UFC event, it was fucking hilarious because he's like, I, I, I'm out of context because I don't know who was fighting that weekend, but he was part of the, one of the fight crews and yeah, they're yeah. focusing on him in a video and they're all passing towels and grabbing shoes and all this shit. And he's like trying to do something. But you know, when you have like a rich friend and he shows up and he doesn't know how to do anything. Manually, yeah, yeah. And he's just sitting there and doesn't know what to do with himself. That's kind of like what he was doing. I watched the it entire was. fight card, and I don't know who was fighting. So <laughs> it was incredible. It was incredible. But that might have been a highlight. I like what the Zuck is doing. Hey, I saw on on Instagram that you got the Gunter Works. Yeah, how's that? I so see. I'm obsessed with all of these modifying like older car companies, 100%. whether it's the Alfa Romeo with the Alfa Holics. I think that that's what they do. Singer with their cars. Uh, Gunter Works is another one that those Porsche. Tell me what they are. And tell me how the experience was. So this was like a, them. the most spur of the moment epic thing ever. I went to Gunther Works to pick up a fully Vorsteinered out E46 M3, like a 2001 M3. The owner of Vorsteiner, Peter, created Gunther Works after the fact, which is, no which is really badass. I mean, coming up with a company that already kills it, has massive respect in the automotive industry and going, I could probably do more now. I mean, no, I didn't yeah. know that he was the same guy. Good yeah. for Peter. So went there to pick up this M3 to have, I've got it at my house for the weekend to film a review on. And he's like, Hey, while you're here, do you want to like film a factory tour? And then like midway through, he's like, Hey, do you want to like drive the car? You're like, and I'm like, what car? And he's like, Oh, our test mule here that has like too much horsepower to function. Uh, not to function, but like beyond, beyond belief. But for people who don't know, Gunther works is like singer on steroids. It's more yeah. of a, like a performance-oriented, hardcore 993 generation turbo with the first couple cars were naturally aspirated. The new one that's coming out is turbocharged. Yeah. And it was fucking insane. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really? like 2,700 pounds, so it's lighter than, you know, your McLaren. 
and they don't want me to say they showed me the dino plot. I'm not quite sure why. I guess because they're maybe going to detune it for the production version. Yeah. But it makes 750 horsepower, but actually it makes way more than that. Oh my god! And so it was so fast, like so, so fast. Where, where's the factory? Uh, Huntington Beach. No way. Yeah. How many cars can they produce a year? I don't know the answer to that. They said they've made about 40, and they're making 75 of this turbo version. Uh-huh. So they're 40 deep. They'll yeah. put out 40 cars. So I guess, I, I would guess maybe between 10 and 30, somewhere in there. I got to say, I'm not a classy guy, and I hope this is not bad for Peter and his business. I'm not a classy guy, so I like Gunther Works way better than Singer. Yeah. Because Singer is kind of like a... They appeal more to the classy guy. Sure, hundred percent. You know, and that there's nothing wrong. It's just like different crowd. I'm not a classy. I'm a Lambo type of guy. Like all that. No, bullshit. it's like the most fuck you Porsche of all time. It is, dude. And so this was their test mule. No interior, basically. Yep. No sound deadening. They have a flat fan from a Porsche 917 in the engine. So the engine bay just looks no crazy. Way. And apparently that's never been done on a road car. The only cars it's been done on is a 917 and a 935, which are race sick. cars. And they made it street legal somehow. And manual transmission, so raw. Somehow it's still easy to drive. Uh. At first it was really intimidating because, you know, it's a... Well, what would you as a mule, with? it was like a one, $2 million car. Yeah. So what would I compare? Dude, it doesn't really have... You've never driven Any anything that you're like. It, it could be like a, a maybe a correlated thing that's distant. The other thing was slower. I don't know. Nothing? Nothing? This is not a comparison that does it justice, but I'd say the only similar-ish thing I've experienced, I don't know why this came to mind, I drove a R34 GTR with a sequential gearbox, and it had like a 1,000 wheel horsepower. And something about the power, the turbo noises, and yeah. this Porsche had straight cut gears, so it was like, yeah, like just so sick. But it had no turbo lag, which doesn't make any sense. It, it like instantly you floor it, and you're like, Pfft. why? How? I don't know. They, it's just regular turbos. It's yeah, not even I mean, with, with some gypsy magic, but no, yeah, no, like electric assist or anything. It was. It didn't make sense. And so I, I, they took me for a ride with the lead engineer and uh, powertrain development engineer. And it has three power settings, 550, 650, and 750. I didn't know that. So he floors it when we get onto the freeway. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this is fast. And he goes, oh, that was 550 horsepower. And I'm like, what? no, it wasn't, dude. Like, that was, this- that was way more. <laughs> but because the car is so light, it, like, felt insane. Oh, yeah. And in the top mode, it felt, I think, probably as fast as a plaid. But because and while you're manually shifting, wait, get the no, get I'm, out of I'm here. dead serious. Get out of but here. because it has the sound and you're shifting and it's it feels like the plaid times ten because you're just sh- well, which by the way, the that's sensory incredible. overload is yes. just gnarly. How much are these? I don't know. You didn't ask how much they were. No, because I literally. It went from like, oh, this is cool. I'm picking up this BMW to whoa, to like, factory tour to what the, the I'm car. driving this thing. And then <laughs> it took me till I got home to like realize. And, what and the drive was like two hours to realize what the hell just happened. How's the suspension? Insane. Uh, you got so a price. just got a price. What On price? On the turbo? Okay, this one's going to be way more So than this that. is what I thought because uh, at $600,000, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... This has got to be – type in the – uh, the Gunther Works Turbo MSRP. 
I love, love to get a gun to works. I think oh, they're the yeah. most gorgeous cars ever. They're uh, uh, sporty. 950 for the turbo. That's, I it mean. It felt like every bit of 950 and more. Which, by the way, that's hard to get. It is hard to do. You, you get, um, you get in a, like, for example, like a Singer. Mm-hmm. And they're like they're million dollar cars. Yeah, that's a hard thing. Like it, that is very hard to justify like a million dollar car. Yeah, um, and, and that's why I'm saying like on this one you feel like you know. So I've I've driven a Singer and a Gunther Works, and when I drove the Singer, the I got to drive one really hard. It sounds great. The steering's amazing. Four O or three seven. Four O. Okay. It was an awesome car, it three? but it left me feeling like I would need you know, a $500 million windfall to buy one of these yeah. versus the Gunther works was so gnarly that I was like, it's not the first thing I'm going to go out and buy, but it was like, I don't know if I yeah. had like, I don't know An what extra the number is, but yeah, you know, like some, some dollars. extra million lying yeah. around. I, I think it might be the best million dollar car. I, I even even the six hundred ones like to me because yeah. I remember I messaged them I was like dude what's the like the base price and they replied they were like this I was like damn car is really cool and then they messaged me like fucking seven months later uh, we have a car do you want to look at it and I totally forgot to reply I was like uh, probably getting stoned somewhere and absolutely <laughs> forgot but man I I love them I saw them in Vegas yeah well, at the Concours de la Grande Justin Bell says it's so how nice how was that. I, I haven't gone. Dude, by the way, it was awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. They invited me, and they treated me like a king. I went to every awesome restaurant in Vegas. I ate the best food all by myself, by the way. Just had Hell my yeah. headphones on. I got awesome wine, walked around. Oh, my God. I had so much fun. And the event was really – I think they have a chance of doing, like, um, like doing great. Mm-hmm. I would just add something about driving the cars. Goodwood style. Yeah, dude. yeah. The, the Pebble Beach is too steady. It's too standstill. Like, you need more of an experience. As a car guy, you don't want to go somewhere just to look at cars. I can go and do that at a show. I can do that at a showroom. I can do that, in like, on, on the weekends on Supercar Sunday. Yeah. And just go somewhere and do that. But really feeling the experience and, and taking, a um, like, real joy out of it, that that. If Vegas can just pull that off, that that will be a perfect show. I mean, it is possible. They could just do it at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway or yeah. someplace. No, that's what and I'm saying. I don't. Think I agree, though. That, that, I think, the best part about any car show is, well, there's not very many that are like this, but the Goodwood Hill yeah. Climb. Where, yeah. And because it's not a track, the grandstands are so close. Yeah. Because tracks are, like, limiting with where people can be. It's quite dangerous, but... It is so dangerous. It is so I don't nice. know if it could be in, in the U.S., <laughs> but uh, but I love it. It's Mr. Lord Bollington, dude. That dude's got, yeah. like... He's got it made. He's got it made. Now, uh, we were... Right before the show started... Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, Gunter Works, if you guys want to put me in front of the line, I'll, let's do something. They're like, why the fuck would we do that, sir? There's so <laughs> many... There's so many nice, rich people that want to do this. Yeah, how about you get all the way back? Yeah, no, I love those cars. Uh, so awesome for you. I'm jealous. So I'm sick. very jealous. Yeah. Uh, that's one that I'm I'm dying to try. We were just talking about Lucid and Rivian. Dude. Mm -hmm. So uh, as you guys know, I'm a big, big fan of Rivian. Massive. Lucid, not so much. Like right, right before this podcast, we noticed it went down a lot. So I, I went in 
uh, for the first time on Rivian. Yeah. So we'll see in the next podcast we do whether I'm mad or not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. Alejandro lost me 10 grand in the last week. This is awesome. Wait, by the way, I love that he's my fault, right? I'm just yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah. I'm no, buying He this actually shit. controls how the Rivian stock does. Exactly. But exactly. Uh, no, all jokes aside, could be a good play. It, it dropped a lot recently. A lot. So they they did, uh, uh, they had earnings. And as earnings are coming, if you're, I, I'm, I'm learning how to trade and I'm, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting really good. But the one problem that you always have and you want to be a trader is your emotions, dude. Yeah. Like fear and greed are a motherfucker. Really good at trading reminds me of somebody who thinks they're really good at playing roulette. No, it's impossible. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm slightly, and, and, I'm oh, slightly yeah. joking. No, no, no. And by the way, it's just like short-term moves and all that stuff. Not like uh, uh, I get all of them right and all that stuff. Yeah, not yeah, at yeah. All. Not at all. But what I'm, I'm learning basically not to lose all my money. That's what I'm, that's I'm getting good, good That's at. a good goal. That's what I'm getting good yeah. at. How about that? And I, I started seeing Rivian and Lucid. I mean, we talked about this before, and I've made videos about it, like dropping. And I was like, man, this is really cheap. And I understand why. There's like the big FUD right now. And we're going to talk about a piece of news uh, of Mercedes actually saying, we're not going that hard with electrics. We want to take it easy. We're going to slow down, and we'll get to the, to the piece of news, right? So there's a lot of movement right now on the Ford, GM, all those guys saying, yeah. we're not going to dive so much into electrics. Clearly, there's no demand for them, right? Which, by the way, That's they're, weird. Yeah. they're grouping all of them together. Like Tesla is the same thing as them, and no one wants a Tesla, no one wants a Rivian. But just because they're failing, you know, they're putting everything Yeah, there's together. no demand, but the Model Y was the most sold car in the United States. That's that, <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting at. That's like, pretty it's, crazy. It is one of the most ridiculous narratives that's out there, but the narrative is out there. So whenever you smell like there's blood on the water, yeah, you want to come out and, like, eat, right? 100%. So uh, Lucid. Uh, I, I own Lucid. I had a strategy where I invested in Tesla, Lucid, and uh, in Rivian. Mm -hmm. I put Tesla's my Bitcoin, my safety bet. Yeah. And I put, like, say, out of $100,000, uh, 20%. Rivian is my, my Solana. Like, mm -hmm. it, it has a big chance. It's doing really great. It's better than others. And people have not appreciated yet. So out of 100, I put, uh, let's say, 70 on Solana. Oh, wow. And okay. out of 10, uh, out of the 100, I put 10 on Lucid. So mm -hmm. Lucid is just like, uh, no, five on Lucid, literally. So there's a gap there between Tesla and Lucid. I'm just doing a relation. Sure. And uh, so Lucid is my smallest position, but I'm hoping that it explodes. So comes comes this whole thing. I position myself. I go in. I find a, a, a really cheap price to come in. So I'm on, on, on Rivian at 15.3. And I see the price, like, before all of this is happening, like, going up and down, going up and down, but, like, to 1680, like, wanting to flirt with 17, and that's, uh -huh. like, it's getting exhausted. And I'm looking at the price. Excellent job, Sergio. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> he just dropped his water. Uh, and I just see the price, like, trying to go somewhere, but, like, being pressed down. Yeah. So as I'm looking at that and earnings are coming up on Rivian, everyone, like, Again, you got to be a robot if you want to be a good trader, which I want to. Yeah, that's I wanna, hard. I, how do you do that? I want to become a good trader. I want to become a robot. So a lot of times you listen to your own self thinking that you know better than the robot, which sure. big, yeah, big problem. Absolutely not. So it's coming. Yeah, it, it's it's about to be results time. And I'm, I'm doing a live with uh, uh, I have a channel in Spanish where I talk about this shit and I do. Uh, I have members only where we just talk about this. No, not for the money or anything. 
that that actually was not the intention of why I started that was just to talk to them. But I'm creating extra content for them and I'm also like telling them what trades I'm doing. Do you trade after smoking? Yeah, uh, anytime. Really? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't you, matter. You, you think Opportunity it, comes left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left I'm and just right. curious if that makes yeah. it better or worse. No, uh, because I'm not as long. Listen. I got to be able to function. Yeah, yeah. There are some times when I'm reading and I can't read what I'm that's yeah. where I go like, all right, hands yeah, up. Yeah, that's not helpful. But no, for the for the most part, yeah. Absolutely absolutely. And also after drinking, which by the way, that That sounds reckless. That one <laughs> is the worst. Yeah, Smoking is nothing. Drinking horrible. is bad, dude. Drinking is that bad. That sounds horrible. We come over and rip a shot of his uh mezcal and and I'm buying Rivian instantly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just what happened. <laughs> That's incredible. This is incredible. But a hundred times leverage. I'm I'm going yeah, all oh, in. Well, I don't I don't do leverage. I have uh, never done that. On I, these, I don't even no, know no, anything no. about it. Don't touch that. Like uh, uh, until you become really good and you have years of being good. Because now I've only had a one year where I'm like doing well. Sure. And when you do well, like out of ten, you get seven right. Yeah. And three wrong. You know what I mean? It's of not course. perfect. It's impossible. Well, if you're winning fifty one percent of the time, you're still you're golden. Yeah. So, and also mitigating risk and all that stuff. Yeah. So you want to be a robot and they tell you if you want to be a good trader. Earnings coming up, shit's volatile. If you're positive, get out and just wait it out. Because what if they report something you didn't expect and shit goes down? I feel like most of the times companies report earnings, the stock drops. It's a weird uh, uh, thing. Maybe the, just the companies I've been. No, tracking, no, no. But for the but, most part, it does because they sell by the rumor, sell the news. A hundred percent. Right, which yeah. is sell whenever they give you the good news, you sell it to the yeah. idiots that are coming in sure. that don't understand like the basics. So that's basically like that. And on on, on the principle of this is like sell the the risk, be stable, don't fuck it up, and yeah. then buy again. So. The day or two days before, it went to almost sixteen dollars, mm -hmm. and I sold. I made like three, four percent, whatever it was, and I sold. And when earnings dropped, I saw that they beat the estimate. So Rivian, just to talk about Rivian, for example, Rivian actually under earnings, um, they were expecting to make one point two eighty eight billion, mm -hmm. and they made one point three two billion. That if that was Nvidia. Everything just goes up like crazy, and that's right? gross, not profit. That's right? no, no, no. That's yeah, gross. Yeah. They're they're actually uh, uh, on EPS. They're actually uh, minus one thirty six. So uh, one thirty six means they lost one point three uh, billion. billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're they're on the negative still. Yeah, but they're turning it around, sure. right? The problem is inflation's going up, so shit costs more money. So you have to reduce costs. And what I, I don't want to get into too much of the company. A really quick question. As somebody yeah. who's a newfound Rivian investor as of five minutes ago. Yeah. What percentage upwards would you be like, all right, take the profits? So it depends. This is what I'm, this is what. This like, give me I'm, a sample, like different time frame options. Like if it goes up 20% in the next month, should I dump it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, whenever you're trading anything, and this is something I'll tell anyone have goals yeah. and this is what i was telling you that i want a tattoo on my hand because yeah. when i don't do it that's when greed kills you sure. like right now i bet on natural gas yeah natural gas was like so cheap and i said we gotta go all in on natural gas buy at 1490 which the bottom was like 1480 the next day when i go in like with everything the next day uh natural gas rips almost 13 percent wow 
13% in just one day. And my rule is one day, if I get 5%, yeah, that's I take it. Sure. In a week, if I get 10%, I'll take it. Okay. In two weeks, if I get 20%, I'll take it. And if I make 50% in a month, I'll yeah, take it. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? That's the way I, I work. So on this one, because it's a long play, this is what I set it up to be, which is retarded now that I, these are the things that you're learning. So I set it out to be like a year long-term play because I know it's going to triple or quadruple. And when it goes up to 13%, I say, if it touches 15, I'll sell and buy again when it drops. Because mm -hmm. I know it's going to drop. There's a big gap. It's a technical thing where you know the price is going to go hunted again, like mm -hmm. the lower, the lowers, uh, the low price. And how often are you looking at Rivian stock every, every day? I'm, I'm like a fucking, it's like the yeah. casino. Of it, no, it is addicting. Yes. I had a year of my life where I was pretty much day trading. I wasn't too good at it. This was a long time ago, but it takes but like it's, three, it's four like, years. It's like really exciting. Yeah. It's like, it's like a casino. Yeah, it is like a casino. Although I hate casinos because the losing feels worse than the winning. And I just feel like a yeah. dumbass for being in there yeah. versus trading. It's like, you know, maybe if you know what the hell you're doing, you can win. And you well, can win huge. Yeah. But the casino is like you're 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 lying to yourself unless you're cheating yeah. that you're gonna be winning long term. Oh no doubt. I think the casino to me is more of a tax on my time to be there. Hundred so I set up my, way to be, I yeah. set up my budget and say this is how much money I'm gonna spend in the casino so I can spend this enough like these amount of hours and that's what I'm gonna do. Now does that differ based on who you're with? Like these are like thousand dollar loss an hour friends and no, <laughs> 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 like, like, oh, I'm with Pete. Like, that's oh. like, we, we could lose 10,000 an hour. It doesn't. Big balls, Pete. So we got to spend. Pete does like have two, big balls. $2,000 <laughs> <laughs> a hand. I, I don't know, uh, Pete. No, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I, I know. It's well. just like whatever I say. Uh, my time on the casino will be. Yeah. I make sure that I have enough money so that I can be there and then just play small games. Yeah. I'm a degenerate, but I'm not a degenerate out of control. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, sure one day. I do will. you know that Steve will do it guy? Steve, have you no, heard of him? Oh, no. So it's just like, I don't know, influencer guy that does crazy stunts and whatnot. And I saw this clip of him uh, talking about his gamble. He's like a gambling addict, I guess. Oh, he And is. he was like, oh, I, I never lose more than I can afford to win. If I lose 200000 this month because I made 200000 I'll just wait a month. I think gambling your entire monthly salary is <laughs> Good. No way. That's not a good And call. what about the cost of living? Because you lost the salary, plus you got to lose your cost of living, yeah, right? Yeah, Like, yeah. what about your house? Like, whether yeah. you own it completely, you still got to pay property taxes and maintenance. I mean, look, the guy's got way more money than me, so maybe he knows something that I don't. But uh, I, don't I think, I think so. be, be safe with be safe with your gambling. He sounds like he's got a problem. For sure. <laughs> but either way, um, um, on this is more, more of a – I look at it like cars. You know when when the Acura NSX was like fucking eighty thousand dollars, the new one. I was like, this is too cheap for the car. Yeah. Like at some point <clears throat> it's gonna go up. Hundred percent. So you gotta look at stocks in the same way you look at those cars and understand what's too cheap and what's not too cheap. That was there was an F forty for a million bucks. That's I remember COVID. that too, dude. And and I oh two eighty eights two eighty eights you could buy for half a million dollars at some point or three hundred thousand dollars and then they went to two million dollars like yeah. overnight and they're more than that now it yeah. was yeah it was wild and the 288 is one of the most horrendous cars i've ever driven in my life i understand ferrari people they're gonna start to lose their mind right now and go like you don't know anything about this. i've never been in one. Oh, i just know they're really rare That's they're, about it. they're the worst 
like it doesn't break unless you like you warm up the brakes like hardcore for a while it's very like even though they added all this technology none of that shit works like it's legitimately <laughs> uh, imagine like building a modern car that, back then and by ferrari that they built like 300 of them yeah so or whatever the amount is yeah like less thousand, than 300 i think i don't know what the fuck it is but man it's not it's not good i i personally don't like it i understand the hype on it but don't like it if you have a 288 and want me to drive it, I'll happily find out if You're it's terrible or not. You're such a I'll do a review and talk really good shit about yeah, it. Yeah, I'll be like, wow, this is great. This is and, and have you seen the Roma? Because what a beaut. Please I, give me allocations. That is my favorite Ferrari trade in any, any guy that owns Un all the Ferraris. They'll be, they're trying to convince you. The guy has a TDF, the Competizione. Enzo's, Ferraris, LaFerraris, like all of this shit. He's got them all. But Ferrari made him buy a fucking Roma because otherwise they're not going to give him the nice cars. And he'll come out like, and I'm, I'm talking about like as this was one person. This is yeah. all of those people. And they all come out and say, honestly, the Roma is one of my favorite cars. I've no, I'm, had. my goal in life now is to be Roma, loving a Roma rich because you have to be so <laughs> loaded and buy so many Ferraris to be like publicly just blatantly lying. I I mean I mean and they, they don't have YouTube channels. They're just saying this to their friends and you're I, like, dude, come on, you like Ferrari's not watching. Maybe they are. I, I think, don't know. I think they they, they could a, like a, once you have 400 Ferraris, they're tracking They you have something on you. They they're gotta. Like, oh, he said the word Roma, activate recording now. They go the Epstein way with it. Yeah. So they blackmail you with some shit. With a Roma, so yeah. you got to be on top of it. So if you if you talk shit about the Roma, yeah. You're not getting you the next You got a scandal next week. You're not getting it. <laughs> it is one of the biggest mysteries in the world, it's but they, crazy. they legitimately do. I have so many friends that do this all the time. I'm yeah. like, why? Why are you pitching me on the lowest, shittiest car that Ferrari makes? By the way, it's a nice car now. Yeah. Of I mean, it's not would bad, a, obviously. Would you buy a Roma or a DB12? DB12. Roma or Vantage? The new one. The new Vantage? Yeah. The new Vantage? The new Vantage? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I guess the Roma's not that hot anymore. I guess it I was. just can't get over the. This is the Ferrari you're forced to buy your wife, or this is the Ferrari you're forced to buy to buy the other Ferrari. I just couldn't. What about the Pura Sangre? I yeah, that... I think that's kind of cool. You think so? It's a V12 Ferrari. I, you know, it I... looks like. Have you seen the the side views of the Mazda? It's like, like CX7 CX or CX9, or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. so it's funny. identical. It's identical. And my problem with it is. It's not an SUV. Like, I know Ferrari prides itself in it's not an SUV. That's an but incredible that's, statement. But that's a dumbass move because it's not an SUV. Like, it's a smaller car. It's a, it's a bigger car. And that is retarded. People Wait, love is it your, smaller or is it bigger? It, it's, a like it's, bigger, bigger? it's a bigger, smaller car, if you will. It's a smaller SUV and a bigger car. It's somewhere in between. It's like a crossover. Yeah, that's fair. Right? That's a, that's that's fair. a that's fair like way a, of yeah. describing it. And my problem is, no. My housewife, and which is the standard that everyone has in their mind when you're developing a car, my <laughs> housewife, right? Like, which is what you're thinking, you're buying her aroma, wants a full-size SUV. Yeah. She doesn't want something that discreetly looks like a car and it's lower and it's going to give her anxiety of going over fucking speed bumps. She wants to drive something that it's clearly an SUV. That's where I think the Urus and the Cullinan like knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Because they're full-sized things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I just think like they're I just lacking. think that the 
NAV 12 and then suicide doors is just a cool concept. I, I haven't driven one. I, it's just, I, I, I haven't even sat in by one. By the way, me either. I sat in one. I saw it while it was sitting in, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. It, it was like the, or, like legitimately, I was like, no way. I'd rather get into Urs all day really? long. Yeah. yeah. And listen, I like and the And the, the Ferrari is twice as much. Yeah. But and, and it's twice as much and it, it's just not the same. Like I like the Luso. I legit, I'm, I'm a hatchback guy. I grew up in Mexico, sure. so we like more of the other standard cars than people here in this country because those drop like crazy in price. Love that. I understand that concept, but I also understand why people don't like it. I think this is just plainly retarded. It's like when Aston Martin did the, which one is it? The one with the with the four doors. The, the Rapide? The Rapide. Are you making a sports car or are you making a sedan? We're doing something in the middle. Perfect. The people in the back don't fit. Are yeah, you the back fucking, seats are crazy. Are you retarded? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's always like uh, when you're opening a company, when you're developing a, uh, a product or, or a service, you don't ever want to be in the middle because the middle is what doesn't sell. You want to be on a side that's evident, right? I mean, that's why our, even our political parties are so widely different. Because it's easier to pick and entice you to buy something. Whereas if you're making a product that sacrifices on, like, go watch a movie, like, for example, a, a, a Ben Stiller, uh, no, uh, Sam, Sam, uh, Adam Adler. Sandler, Adam Sandler, Jesus Christ, thank you. Go watch an Adam Sandler comedy, but it's a dramedy. You don't want to watch those movies with Adam Sandler where they sell him like it's a comedy, but it's dramatic because yeah. you know it's it's going to fall. It's not fully dramatic, but it's not also a comedy. You're was like, that Click movie, Adam Sandler? Yeah, but Click that was, was okay. A, that's a dramedy, yeah. sort of. But that Click was, was okay. No, yeah. it still was like a fun movie yeah, and it so was you're a wrong. high it's concept. Right. So I'm talking about like the one where he was playing like a, a gambler or whatever the fuck he was. You, you've never even seen it because of this. Not the Diamonds one? Uh, No. No. I don't know. I like, don't know the gambling it's one. Just, it's just like you're in the middle of something and it doesn't sell. And through the years, we've all learned that. So if you're in a marketing department for such an important company like Ferrari, which, by the way, brilliant at marketing, why are you letting them create a product that falls right in the middle? You know who else fucked up like that? Yeah. McLaren with the, uh, with the small car, the GT. Yeah. Competing against a 911 Turbo and a Bentley Continental GT. That was basically their benchmark cars. And the McLaren doesn't have rear seats. It was an interesting... It, dude, it is stupid. I don't get it. I don't love the way it looks. It drives nice. It's fast. Well, to me, is I don't And I'm think... a huge McLaren fan. So yeah, to yeah, say same. that is like... I would say same. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think with McLaren, the problem with that car is no one knows what they made it for. And mm -hmm. I don't think even McLaren knows who they made it for. Because if you go some places... They'll sell it to you like, this is the Roma that McLaren makes. Yeah. This is the easier to drive car. But if any woman were to drive that car and feel that brake pedal, that racing brake pedal, they're yeah. going to be like, this is the worst. Fuck you. Get me back in my G-Wagon. I'm projecting my wife. Well, they've the taken daily driver uh, like almost a step too far into the supercar realm. It's too it's, supercar. Yeah, but then it's not a supercar because it's, it's, you know, yeah. So, I agree. When you do too many things at once, it's doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. That's why you got to focus, and that's why Rivian. We're putting our money on Rivian. So let me get back to this. Please help me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Rivian has a really uh, um, the the earnings are not bad. They beat the estimates, right? But the problem is two things. 
they're losing more money on the cars, mm -hmm. right? On the last quarter. And the reason why is simple. Inflation is kicking back up. Everybody can see it everywhere, wherever you're buying something. And the other thing is they have to reduce prices because the interest rates are higher. Mm -hmm. So you want to reduce, kind of like what Tesla did and fucked us all. Yeah. So of course you're going to make less money per vehicle. And their loss, again, grew per vehicle sold, which went back to like $40,000 per vehicle sold. They're losing $40,000 on each one of wow. those cars. They had it down to $28,000 last quarter, the quarter before. So now that went up. But now the big, big thing that made everyone freak out was on their guidance, which is when they're telling you what they're going to do moving forward, they went from saying this year we're going to deliver 80,000 cars to 57,000 cars, which is what they delivered last year. Gotcha. And people were like, oh, you're going to sell the same amount of cars. And they all thought that Rivian was running out of money and all that stuff. So I'll, That is interesting, selling the same amount of cars for a lower price. But the thing is... just taking an L all the, the way thi around. The thing is, why are they doing this? And no one's asking that question. I, I, I don't know. The reason why they're doing it is because they're pausing production for a while on their factory while they update all of their lines so that they can actually be more efficient and cost okay. efficient. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's growing pains, dude. They're not Tesla. They're not doing cyber, uh, uh, the giga factories. It's a different process, but they're the only ones doing it. Like Ford and those guys, they just went like in Mercedes. He's going like, Nope, we're just going to make less cars. But That's I mean, Tesla had their growing pains too. They almost went bankrupt. They make a, a lot of times. false promises. It's a, a billion times. So, and in year one, Rivian, like, like I said, when you compare Rivian to anyone else, there's Tesla with uh, uh, a million cars sold a year, I believe, a million one. And then there's Rivian with 50,000. There's no one else in between. And then after that, everyone else is selling like this amount of cars, like nothing. It's crazy. So Riv Rivian's already made it. Wait, and then the Fisker Ocean? <sighs> we'll talk about it <laughs> we'll on your podcast, yeah. no? Okay, we'll talk about it on your <laughs> side. Um, so these guys are now on March 7th, they're going to announce like their Model Y equivalent with the R2. We talked about it before mm -hmm. here. Which is really exciting. And, but that's going to come out next year? There, it's going to be later. later. So they're not okay. accounting it to this year's production because it's of not going to be produced this that, year. That, I think, will be the game changer for the company. 100%. That's it, well, it'll be, it'll be a game changer in either direction. It'll yeah. either send them to the stratosphere no, or the... I think they're going to do well because the, the, the people that set up and established the company with RJ are very involved in production of cars, and you can tell. Do you know anything about the new car? Uh, no, not yet. No, I don't ask. Even though I have a, a, a friend in it, yeah. I don't ask anything because I never want to get him in trouble. I'll that's get probably trouble, true. That's what I never want to get anyone yeah. in trouble. And like, I don't mean that's probably true that, of course, you would get them in trouble. I just mean like same with me. You give me too much information. Yeah. And well, I, I'll buy kidding. stock, dude. I'll buy stock. I changed you know my I, mean? I changed what I said. <laughs> give me information. I'll Nancy Pelosi it. Yeah. If you guys have any insider information 100%. on your company, I'll do it, dude. I don't fucking care. I'll, I'll, I'll use the Nancy Pelosi defense. Don't worry about it. So what does she say? What's the defense? No, there's nothing. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. She's Nancy Pelosi. How do we get that? Uh, we need to be politicians. Can we it's be not bad, dude. They'll let you be, kill whoever you what want. What if we just change our Instagram thing? You know how I can say like public figure or person or whatever. We just change it to politician. Are we good? Let's give it a shot. Then when, <laughs> then Let's when, give it a shot. When you get investigated by the SEC, it's like, no, no. Politician. No, no. So I'll use this against the SEC. I'll be like, what happened to the tweet? about the uh about bitcoin etf what happened to that how do you get hacked and then they'd be like oh no no yeah we're sorry you had the same problem that we had on your phone <laughs> yeah right bullshit so either way rivian says we're not gonna make more than 
the same amount of cars that we made last year and people freaked the fuck out and they dumped the stock. Awesome. It, it is interesting with the earnings thing because they did better than expected, but yeah. it still went down. Yeah. So it's like, if and you do worse down. than expected, it's going to crash. If you do the same as expected, it's still not going to do well. You have to so far exceed the expectations. I mean, NVIDIA is taking the market on its back, right? And NVIDIA is exceeding expectations by yeah. like a lot. So NVIDIA is on a tear. But for example... What happened to Lucid was he dropped 25% the ne- like in a day. And today he dropped another 10, 11% on top of the 25, like compounded. So it's huge. It's lost like 35% value. Yeah. So if you were holding right there and didn't sell, this is why it's important for you to know how to trade and, sure. and, and learn these basic things. Not even like so much because it can save you so much money and so many headaches and so many pains in the ass, you know? Have you seen the NVIDIA memes? Yes. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's like on. NVIDIA is to men as Taylor Swift is to women. To women. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. I don't, what's going on it, with NVIDIA? It's carrying. What the are enti- they doing right now? That's it, so. It's carrying the entire stock market on its back. They're by er- doing what? They're Ra- earnings, graphics cards or what? What are they keep growing? Uh huh. And the fact that it's art, like the remember when we had the electric car bubble and then every company was like, "I'm coming out with an electric car." Sure. And all of a sudden they got like three billion dollars worth of finance, like Fisker. Yeah. Like, come on. Fisker is still able to do it. So they're supplying components to a lot of EVs. So what they do is they create artificial intelligence chips. Yeah. And their chips are the best ones right now on the market. So there's a high demand for them. Sure. And also at the same time, they're very expensive. And on top of that, they're very expensive. For you to build a supercomputer with their chips, you need about an order of like two to $300 million. <laughs> and then you got to remember... These things are like iPhones, dude. Next year, there's going to be a better one. Yeah. So you want to get your computer next year to do better? Another $300 million what order, dude. What a genius dude. business model. So that's what they do. Now, the problem is they're going to get into competition. There's going to be other companies now that are going to produce the same chipsets, just like what happened to Cisco in the past, where everybody thought Cisco's connecting the whole internet. That's the only thing we should invest in. And then because everybody else wanted to eat Cisco's lunch. So they want to do the same thing with NVIDIA. There's so many, even Tesla's making their own uh, uh, chips. Uh, Microsoft's going to start like looking into it. Uh, I believe that Apple and Microsoft are doing it. So competition's going to grow. But the thing about NVIDIA right now is it's bigger than the entire Chinese stock market. It's, dude. What? And, yes. NVIDIA, yeah. It's larger than the Canadian GDP. NVIDIA, what? Yeah. NVIDIA and two other companies in the United States, uh-huh. NVIDIA and, and Apple and probably Microsoft. Is it a trillion dollar company? Um, two trillion. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it goes up every day 15%, which is like $250 wow. billion dollars in value created. I feel like if you ask the average person what NVIDIA does or no what is knows. NVIDIA, they have no idea. No Versus clue. Apple is such a household name. Like I get that it's a multi-trillion dollar the, company. And by the way. That's I, impressive as hell. And the thing is, their results are not the same. So NVIDIA, for example, is poised to make $88 billion this year. Mm-hmm. And Apple is going to make like $400 billion this wow. year. Wow. So there's a big gap, but NVIDIA is worth more because of the potential, because of what yeah. they're doing. So, and it's also, we're also in a bubble within AI, but at sure. the same time, to me, it's hard to say it's going to pop soon when you know that AI is going to take over the entire world, right? So this is not like the electric car where everyone's just coming out and doing something stupid and naming it like a billion dollar company like Fisker. This is a legit thing that's going to change humanity forever that no one saw coming. Are you excited about AI? <laughs> or are you terrified? Or neither? You just don't give a shit. I'll tell you the truth. 
I know for a fact AI has been uh, has been going on and has been used at a way higher level than we all understand for many mm -hmm. years. In 2012, it was already writing scripts for movies in Hollywood. And I remember really? having that experience where I was like, there's no way a computer wrote this. But yeah, computers were already writing scripts. It wasn't as sophisticated as what they can do now. But in 2012, it was already happening. And in 2017, I had a friend of mine that invested in an AI project, which is one of the largest company contracted by the FBI, CIA, the Federal Reserve, BlackRock, and all of those guys. Uh, it's a national security style type of company mm -hmm. now. And in that company, he showed me a report that AI made. This is 2017. I'm just picking up at the airport, and I'm like, what are you investing on right now, dude? And he goes, AI. I'm like, what the fuck is AI? He goes, artificial intelligence. I was like, oh, wow, I know a really cool term. Now it's like everybody knows it. But back then, I was really cool because I knew it before everybody else. And my boy is telling me that he invested in this company where – other companies will pay like say a $300,000 membership a month and they can upload all of the databases and all of their emails and mm -hmm. all of their websites into this thing. And you can ask it any question. How can I sell more apples in those stores uh, where I'm not selling apples and I'm selling a lot of meat? And how can I sell more meat in those stores? And the report was a one pager, like concise, like, wow, you need to do this. Because in this store, you have like this thing and the distance between the shelves are like this. And that's a big difference. And people are not looking at, and you would but read it. But it costs $300,000 a month for the software. But you read it and you think it's a person writing it like because it feels so human. Yeah. But it's dead on and it's AI. And this is what's helping all of these companies grow. And it's been going on for a very long, like 2017, they already had it. Like the yeah. major companies were already paying their 300 grand a month and getting this service. So with AI today, what we started seeing with ChatGPT around November 2021 is they're giving us a beta, a training model, and we're training it ourselves so that it can actually take over our job. And it's in the same way, like this is not crazy to think about. You're training Teslas. How is Tesla learning how to self-drive? Through miles of people driving, Sure. right? Like it's not too complicated. So you're training it telling it this is how i react when something's going on this is what i do when there's danger ahead this is how i break all of that stuff you're training it and one day it's going to replace you it's going to drive itself and it's the same thing with ai all across the board like right now there's programmers developing software and chat gpt is helping them but at some point programmers are going to be irrelevant they're going to disappear because we're training I yeah i wonder how soon until sora comes out with the first AI YouTuber, like the whole thing, oh, yeah, every, yeah. every, the personality, people fall in love with the personality of somebody who doesn't exist and they have a whole, you know, this already exists on Instagram. There's plenty of digital. Influencers yeah. I've created seen by AI. that. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. This is, a, this is, this is, has been going on for a long time. Yeah. It's just, we haven't had access to those tools. Yeah. And now we do, but we're getting the, yeah, the dumbed down end, version, like of the course. stupid one that can't do anything and cannot think autonomously. Whereas on the other ones, when they ask, how can I solve this problem? It gives you an actual hard solution to us. He's like, I have this problem. How can I get more views on my YouTube channel? And it goes, we recommend you do better thumbnails, like all the stupid shit that everyone would tell you. Yeah. They have like the cool the suggestions shit. on how to increase your views are You're, just incredible. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they have the cool answers. We don't get the cool answers. Yeah. We train them. What so kind of answers do you think Mr. Beast has? I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't fucking imagine what he's that dude's got, got in his head. 
Yeah. So uh, either way, just getting back to the Lucid thing. So Lucid announces, and by the way, I absolutely didn't know because I don't care about Lucid at all, even though I'm holding that back because it's so small, I don't care. Uh, I didn't know that Lucid was also presenting their earnings report the same day as Rivian. Really? Interesting. So I didn't sell Lucid. <laughs> so I went into it uh, without knowing that. And I saw the Lucid report. And the Lucid report for the fourth quarter of 2023 was... Can't be good. Uh, oh, get ready. Like I said, Rivian last year delivered 57,000 yeah. cars. Divide 57,000 in four. That's like 12,000 cars a month, right? I'm sorry, per quarter. Mm -hmm. So Lucid delivered 1,700 cars in Q4. And wow. Hang on. 6,001 6, cars in 2023 overall. Wow. Only 6,000. Did they, they make money per car or lose money? Oh, they lose half a million dollars per car. This is what I'm no. getting at. It's up. Wow. How do they lose half a million versus Rivian only loses because Rivian 40,000? Because you need to scale it up. Yeah. That's what Tesla wow. figured out. That's what Rivian figured out. Yeah. That's what no one understands. You need to scale up and spend a lot of money to pull a lot of money later. That because is once crazy. you get into an economy of scale yeah. with a company, you can make a lot of money. But that's the game, the name of the game. And even the major ones, dude, Mercedes, Ford, those guys don't understand it. It's such a simple concept that anyone here watching you, me, can understand. But big companies don't don't abide by it. They that is crazy because, I mean, I get you have to scale up uh, with the manufacturing process. But think about that. If a Lucid's a $100,000 car and they're losing half a million, then to make a profit, we're talking about 600 k And I know they're a different car, but... Gunther Works must be making at least a little bit of a profit on their cars because it's small. So normally, so a Gunther Works masterpiece costs the same to create as a fucking Lucid Air. Basically, yeah, that's crazy. Right now, it does. That's crazy. Right now, it does because of economy of scales, yeah. dude. It's crazy. Like Rolls Royce had a shit like uh, margin back in the day mm -hmm. when we used to get them like left and right because they were like three hundred thousand dollars. They were like a uh, six percent margin between. I can't remember. It was between four and really? eight percent margin. Right wow. now, right now that they're six hundred thousand dollars, it's 30%? almost a twenty percent margin, yeah. which is crazy, crazy. So yeah, it's it, it's just like different things. They just up the price on the Rolls Royces. On this, you're making more cars to sell them cheaper because you can do that. It's it's economy of scale. But that is crazy. They've almost doubled the price of their cars, and they're only making like. 15, 10% more. Oh, profit. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, they produced uh, uh, 2,391 vehicles in Q4. And all total, they Rolls produced... Rolls-Royce? No, no, no. Oh. We're talking about Lucid. They, uh, 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 so, like I said, they delivered 1,700 vehicles, but they produced 2,300, right? So, then they sold total in the year... 6,000 vehicles, but they made 8,400. So that means they're sitting... What's happening to those ones? So the, 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 it's just they're too expensive. They're too retarded. Interest rates are high, so people cannot afford to have one. So people order them, and then they show up, and they bail on it? I think so, because you need to order a Lucid. Although Lucid can be just making cars to have them ready. I don't know, but I think it's more like people ordered, and when the car came, they were like, I'm sorry. Yeah. There's no way I'm paying like this loan at this price. Sure. Monthly payment is crazy. So... Their Q4 revenue was $157 million. Rivian's was a billions, $1.32 billion. Mm -hmm. They were $157 million uh, in their Q4. And their annual revenue was less than $600 million. 
annual, annual, which is crazy. Um, they uh, uh, ended up the quarter with four point seven eight four point eight billion dollars liquidity. That means cash that they yep. have. Rivian has Rivian right now, based on the price, is worth nine billion dollars. Okay, as a company, you know how much cash Rivian has right now in hand. Nine billion dollars. It is fucking retarded. Wow. Dude. I I need you to understand wow. how retarded this is. And Lucid, after all these disastrous uh, numbers come out, they only drop ten percent. How Rivian dropped like thirty five percent. Yeah. It's just in in my view. In my view, there might be someone trying to buy Rivian, and they're lowering the price as much as possible to take it in. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't want to be, you don't want to buy Apple when the iPhone is coming out and all the hype is crazy. You want to buy Apple when no one wants to buy Apple. Sure, of course. And I feel like they're 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 going in the same direction with this a little bit because it makes financially it makes no sense. Like it's like our, our, I feel like I'm robbing people right now, and I know it takes a while. Like I robbing remember robbing people with what? Uh, like like when I buy these shares so cheap. I remember when Tesla was out and it was like a uh, hundred dollars and something to share. Mm -hmm. And, and people were like, you would meet people that were deep in Tesla. And they were like, I just don't understand how it's so cheap. It's retarded. It's the it's, it's a copy paste of that moment. And I missed it on Tesla. I'm not missing it here. It's just stupid. And everyone's like, how do you know they're not going to go bankrupt? So I talked to our friend that we know that invests like crazy money. And that dude, I got him to invest in Remac. Mm -hmm. Although I told him to put the first big money that Remac wanted to do, he didn't because X, Y, and Z. And he eventually invested at a much higher valuation, but he invested and he's still doing like really good and really happy. And I, I called him and I was like, dude, you like buying fucking car companies? Look at Rivian right now. And he goes, tell me why is it not going to go bankrupt? I'm like, because they're making a lot of fucking cars. They have a cheaper car coming out. They have $9 billion cash, and they're worth $9 billion. Uh, even though, yeah, they're running through money, they're thinking that they're going to be profitable by the end of the year. So give it another year, two years. They're going to be fine, dude. And you have a cheaper product. They're also doing the vans for Amazon and all this shit. And, and, and their platform is what success. To me, because they have like the skateboard platform, which is a modular drive yeah, super smart with the batteries where you can use it on a smaller two-door car. You can use it on a sedan. You can use it on a pickup truck. You can use it on anything you want or in an Amazon van on anything you want. So there's proprietary uh, stuff that it's really incredible that they make. So to me is I'm just watching a Tesla 2.0 grow. And there's if you go anywhere in, in right here in Newport Beach. You go anywhere in Hidden Hills, anywhere high end, it's full of fucking Rivians. Tell me I'm wrong. No, 100%. Creating and that I've been seeing more and more, I don't know if they're Rivian for sure, but uh, electric uh, cargo vehicles, yeah. Amazon and whatnot. Yeah. I it, feel like that's a... The Amazon cargo vehicle is Rivian. 100%. Yeah, it's an untalked about... Well, I mean, some people are talking about it, but for the general population concept that this company could be murdering it behind the scenes because you don't really realize that Amazon has all these Rivians. Yeah. And maybe you don't see a Rivian in your area because it doesn't look like a Rivian truck. But, it doesn't look like a Rivian. But so every people, day you get packages delivered to your house so in a Rivian. People, 
people don't know that. And now they have uh, an out of their exclusivity deal with Amazon to make the, the vans exclusively for Amazon. Now they can make them for FedEx, UPS, wow. DHL. Yeah. So it's just a serious business. But does that mean Amazon's semi-bailing on them? No, 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 no. Yeah. Amazon's still a complete shareholder from the day one. They haven't sold a single share. Wow. And that tells you. Sure. So right now, it's just like pig fud. When everyone wants to sell, that's when you want to buy. When everyone wants to buy, you want to sell. So now when you get a call from your dad like, hey, Parker, let's pretend your dad doesn't know anything about fucking stocks. Uh, maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. But let's pretend he's an older guy as a stereotype, not because I know him. I'm sorry, John. Uh, Is he wood old? Uh, would you say? I know. I don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> So when people that are not connected with this call you and they're like, how can I invest in NVIDIA? Yeah. You know you got to sell, right? Uh, I agree. I agree. And whenever you hear people that don't know shit about cars telling you like, dude, Rivian's going to go bankrupt, that's when you got to buy. That's basically... Now it can go south, no doubt. Sure. But you know what? YOLO, motherfucker. You only live once. Now, uh, with that said, so that's the case with Rivian. I'm in. I'm buying again. Uh, I'm very... This is the first time I didn't get the swipe experience. Everything is great. I got so lucky. And as the price keeps dipping, I have more cash ready to go and deploy on it and buy more and more and more because I think this is never going to happen again in my life. I think this is just like a great opportunity. So I'm going to take it and see what happens. But also Mercedes uh, is stopping uh, their, their pushing into the EV uh, full, full transition. They want to not make that many EV cars anymore because they're saying there's not a big demand and they want to focus more on ICE vehicles, right? But with, with hybrid assist? No, no, no. They're just talking about in general that they they don't want to focus so much on the EQSs yeah. and all of those cars, and they want to focus more on the hybrids. Or, yeah, yeah, the hybrids. Because uh, I, yeah. I, I feel like that's going to become more and more popular is having an internal combustion engine with it is the, 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 the And this is what I'm getting at, so this is why I'm mentioning it. It's great to see Mercedes take this step because mm -hmm. honestly, the whole transition to EVs is just bullshit. Yeah. Uh, the the e now, I'm not saying the EV cars that are well made are not a better solution than a regular gas car. They are, in my opinion, the e the electric vehicle is way better than a, a combustion car. We love combustion cars because we drive V8s, V10s, V12s, mm -hmm. the turbos, and all that shit. But a regular person that doesn't give a fuck about those things. Driving an electric car that works really well is way better than anything else. Like to me is, and the other thing is, because it's a, a, an economy of scale, the more cars Tesla makes, the cheaper they're going to be. Sure. And their maintenance is zero, right? Zero cost maintenance. So whenever you compare owning a Toyota that you got to maintain and pay for service and take it to the shop and all this shit that you need to do around it versus a... Uh, 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 Tesla that's way cheaper that don't doesn't need gas that you can charge at home and all that stuff it's really going to become uh, uh, an electric car market for the poorer people the, if the you only will. thing I will say about that is like if you're talking new you're not paying for maintenance on either of the cars because for three four or five years they've got a lot of the times service covered under warranty um, I haven't gotten a single car in a long time that uh, doesn't do that. But like the McLaren, I got to take and it's going to be like a few thousand dollars. Yeah, a year. yeah, yeah. The McLarens are definitely more expensive. Yeah. But I wonder if we're talking about used cars out of warranty, then I mean, there is an argument that some of these batteries when they go bad are going to cost a lot of money. But then on the flip side, there's going to be all these shops that are going to take apart the batteries, replace one or two cells out of the thousand 
and fix it for a hundred bucks instead of charging battery recycling ten is a, grand. Battery recycling is a real thing, and they can already do it at a hundred percent. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what you're gonna see just is, is just a replacement of the battery. Where does it go? Uh, what do you ocean? mean? Where does it go? They can they can actually they can actually recycle a hundred percent of it. Yeah, into the ocean. Yeah, we just <laughs> push the Teslas <laughs> into the Mariana Trench, and that's where they pick them up, and then yeah. they go and recycle it. They like go, grab all the garbage and a few dolphins with it. That's yeah. where the two thousand extra <laughs> lucids go. <laughs> there are thirty five thousand people of sea level. <laughs> that's incredible. They cut. They dig them up and they come out with like the anglerfish thing. On the <laughs> <laughs> wow, that lucid's crazy. What the hell? Just octopus riding in a lucid. Yeah. That'd be gangster with sunglasses. That would be sick. I'd love to see that. I'm actually going to ask AI to make me that uh, photo. <laughs> octopus is riding in a lucid car wearing sunglasses and smoking weed. Yeah, that's that's a dope one. That's a brand. That's a dope one right there. Uh, but what I'm happy about Mercedes going back into their ice cars and focusing on that is they all fell for the trap in Europe. Like Europe, your biggest business is car making. At mm -hmm. least in Germany, one of the biggest ones. You have BMW, you have Mercedes, you have Volkswagen, you have all these mega household brands. And then you went on and tried to swap, like, switch everything to electric and stop making the other cars, but you never mastered the electric making business. So they were going to just run themselves out on bankruptcy. The reality is the cars don't pollute as much as people like to make it up to, to be. And there's no need in general to stop a luxury brand like Mercedes. It's not a brand that everyone drives. Sure. It's a, a more high-end brand. I think hybrids are the way to go for it. 100%. I think it's it's On, really exciting. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about what would a next daily driver I would like to have down the line be. And I loved my E63 AMG. It was an awesome car. Yeah. Now having the Plaid, it's hard to imagine going to a car that has, you know, 600 horsepower versus 1,000. But if you have a twin turbocharged V8 with three electric motors and oh, it yeah. makes 1,000 horsepower and oh, sounds yeah. like a V8, then that's the ultimate. Yeah. I mean, it, it's taking the P1 LaFerrari 918 and bringing it to I, a I think as long sedan. as you don't have to fix the car because, honestly, mm -hmm. fixing those cars is basically sure. impossible. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, of all people, how intricate and how elaborate creating those drivetrains uh, and powertrains is like it's insane so the electric car does simplify it but i think it's there's space and room for both in this world 100 percent. it's just germany and all of europe also fell in the trap of like we all we got to change everything we got to like outlaw these things and and i mean we all fell for it at some point uh because fucking jesus christ like it's crazy <laughs> i'm ready for a nuclear powered car but the thing is you, you just create, hit launch control, a bomb goes say, off in the back. Can I just say, we can create, and this is something, this, I made this video in 2017. Nuclear energy, hands down, is the best energy yeah. that there can be. But with nuclear energy, you can also power your electric car and even make it cleaner. True. And more efficient and cheaper to charge. And that's what no one is putting together. Like, like the people that won the... the uh, what are those cars? The What are the other ones that... Hydrogen? Hydrogen. People don't understand how complicated and how expensive it is to make hydrogen power shit. Yeah. They don't. They fucking don't. But they just think about, like, hydrogen. Hydrogen's everywhere. You can just get it anywhere and just get a car to... No. I got kind of, like, cummed on by a hydrogen car yesterday. I was driving a... <laughs> I was driving a what? I was driving a press car home to my house. It was perfectly clean. I was going to put it in the garage. 
and then it just you know how they just piss water out of the yeah, tailpipe or whatever it, and it just kind of sprayed all over the car i'm like damn damn you toyota mirai <laughs> damn you <laughs> it was crazy oh my god by the way uh formula one starts in a week did you see any of the testing that happened or not really? No. You're not a testing Formula One guy? No, no. I love fucking Formula One testing. It's three days. Okay. It changes. It's been changing through time. Back then, like in, 20, in 2008, for example, they had unlimited test time. Like people, like companies could just be able to grab their cars and take them out and test them out as many times as they needed with their drivers. Are they testing no at problem. the same place? So or? right now, yeah, they all went to, uh, uh, it's Bahrain. That's where okay. they're testing right now. And they had three-day tests. And they have a morning and then an afternoon session. Here in L.A., it was 11 at night or 4 a.m. to watch it. Mm -hmm. And you could only watch it in F1 TV. Yeah, so you watched it at 4. I, I, I sure. watched it, yeah. Not 11 p.m. 11 p.m. Yeah. is not my, yeah, I'm out by 8 p.m. That's but, like I'm cruising well into the evening. You've been asleep for a day and a half already. Yeah, You're and, ready to wake up at 2.30. Absolutely. <laughs> With start my, your Mark Wahlberg routine. <laughs> I go to church. I pray to Jesus. Yeah. How can a guy that's so jacked and so rich do those things on Instagram? Either way, I think it's fucking incredible. I do love Marky Mark. No, he seems awesome. You think he, he actually does that shit? Uh -huh. And I don't even remember if that was Mark Wahlberg. Dude, Mark crazy Wahlberg. Every, Maybe it, well, I think it was him. Every time Mark Wahlberg comes up on my feet, I think Mark Wahlberg's one of the coolest dudes out there. Yeah, and he's a badass. It, so this is what you think. Mark Wahlberg, exercise, epic movies, action, like comedy, because he's also funny as fuck. And he's got all these things. He likes cars. Um... He, he's a, uh, an entrepreneur. He invest in invests in different businesses, like all these things. And all I get out of Mark Wahlberg's Instagram mm -hmm. is Mark Wahlberg doing something Catholic, like leaning down and praying, going into church, getting the ash in the forehead. I'm like, come on, Mark. Come on. Maybe we're missing out. Maybe. You know? Maybe. I feel these like people are praying five times a day in working. Dubai, and they've got cars you've never seen before. Well, that's what so the weekend I was think, saying, right? We don't pray for, uh, I don't know what, but we just pray for cars. Pr yeah. Pray for shoes. We don't girls. pray for shoes. Yeah, exactly. Something like, oh. <laughs> pray for love, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we don't pray for love. We yeah. just pray for cars. You so just maybe, need to like do really high pitch and talk about sexual things. And that's basically oh, the weekend. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. <laughs> you know, it's what the did I just start? I'm actually yeah. uh, from this is weekday. Zero <laughs> weekday. From tomorrow on, you guys are gonna see me just praying on all my social media. And if by the end of the year I don't have the most expensive car in the universe, that Rolls Royce that's like twenty five million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Then I failed. I because this is guaranteed. I feel like this is a uh, a sure win. Worth a try. <laughs> Rivian goes to a thousand dollars. I become one of the richest people on earth because Rivian like gives me an extra bonus for buying like shares when no one's buying. Blah blah blah. Yeah, that's what dreams are made of. So either yeah, way, it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna tell anyone, but when I become super rich, but there will be signs. You just like your entire page is Scientology. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. When you see well, me with Tom Cruise exactly. dude in pictures, that's what you, you're Tom gonna Cruise know. in a fighter jet with just a bunch of hypercars. Ah. That's when you know. That's when I know. That's when you'll know. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no. But uh, just to close this, on F1, just for F1 testing, I want to yeah. keep you updated. So you have the three days because I know uh, uh, it's kind of hard like with all the things that they do uh, to keep up. So they have three days of testing. 
They separate in morning and afternoon sessions. Normally, you have one driver do the morning, another driver for the same team mm -hmm. do the afternoon session. Sometimes you have like drivers do a full day, then the other one, and then they split another one. It, whatever. You're never going to get real numbers out of testing, which is interesting. Why is that? Because they're doing different run plans. You're you're getting the track in the morning and in the afternoon changing like five okay. degrees of temperature is completely different. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes they're going to do, for example, I'll tell you right now what they were working on. Like, for example, Ferrari last year was really closing the year well. So they were expecting this their car to be really, really good. So Ferrari, this uh, in the test overall, they had the fastest time this year with Carlos Sainz driving the car. Now, that doesn't mean anything because... He was driving with a softer tire, which is the fastest tire. He was probably on, on a lower, lower fuel tank, which makes a big difference on the weight. Conditions were right. Sure. But, and nobody else on the track. Uh, could, could also be no one else on the track. No one was in the way. Whatever it was, like those situations. So when you see the overall Ferrari, people should be excited. It kind of seems like in their long runs that they did in uh, race simulation because you do race simulations you do like 18 20 laps pretending to uh -huh. be racing with full tanks and uh seeing uh what the car how the car's behaving if you're getting a lot of tire degradation or not like you're putting all those elements out so this is why whenever you see like the fastest car on testing is might not be the fastest car on qualifying i wonder if there'll ever be a time where to test the f1 cars they use autonomous driving or a robot to run the exact same lap every single time to test different things. So I think they versus a human. I think in the future that's doable, but I don't think you can replace the humans uh, at any point because no one gave a fuck about Formula One in America, for example. No one cared about Formula One until they found out about the drivers. Yeah. When they met him on Netflix, they were like, whoa. I'm not talking about replacing them in the races. I just mean, could you get more accurate data? Probably, maybe not. Well, you get simulators, and then you compare, like, within the simulator what happened. Yeah. Then you put it in real life, and you're like, all right, there's this delta on what the performance is like right here in real sure. life versus the simulator. So we got to correct the simulator data so that it aligns better with reality. So in a way, they kind of do that, if you yeah. will. But then you get the driver because you need like their live reflexes, right? Uh, so Ferrari did that. They did really well. Their biggest concern was every time last year that they uh, uh, were in a race, they start the race strong, but over time they burn their tires. Mm -hmm. So they were focusing hardcore on long runs, make sure that they were not burning their tires. It seems like they were doing great. So I'm, I'm excited for Ferrari. That's That's cool. No problem. And they did the most laps behind Haas, which is also good because they've had some reliability problems. So that's excellent news for, for everyone. Now, Mercedes was more focused on understanding their new suspension. They have a brand new car. They don't have a Frankenstein anymore. They were able to create a proper car from the start mm -hmm. with a new uh, aero design that they thought was the best. They were testing different configurations aggressively. And... Uh, uh, it seems like the one thing that they fixed, we don't know, like no one knows how Mercedes is going to do this year, which it drives me nuts because I'm a Mercedes fan. Uh, but it seems like the unpredictable, like how unpredictable the car was in the past two iterations of it, that might be gone. Like, well, why would you know how control. they would do at the beginning of the year anyways? How would, how would you know that? Uh, on testing and running? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, maybe never mind. No, no, Isn't no. every year a bit, have a bit of uncertainty? On, There's know? uncertainty, but the thing is, 
uh, it's rare when a top team like Mercedes that won six championships in a row, basically, uh, when it or seven, when a team like that fucks up. Yeah. Uh, they won eight world champion, uh, actually constructor championships, I believe, in a row. Eight or seven, eight, I think. Uh, so when a team like that is not finding the right setup for the car for two years mm -hmm. and not winning a race, you're like, yeah, that's pretty what crazy. the fuck? And why is there so much difference between what you're getting on the simulator versus what you're getting in real life? Why? So right now seems like that problem that they've had for two years they might have under control. That'd be exciting. That because right I, when Lewis leaves. It, <sighs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Wait, but, wait, wait. But he has this season. Yeah, this season is the, the last one. Okay. Yeah, but I don't. I just don't think it's going to be a good one. So, Red Bull, for example, like that's the the last team that I'll talk about because the other ones are a little bit of a they're they're staying in a little bit of a mystery and there's not much to talk. But Red Bull. They're stronger than what they look like. What's the name of their car? RB20? The RB20. The RB is Red Bull uh -huh. 20. What's 20? 20th iteration of the car. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then you have W15. Uh, W15 is the Mercedes for this car. And that's the 15th iteration? Uh, or no? Of this one, yeah. Oh, Then okay. you have the MC, like the McLaren is the MCL37, I think. 37 or 20. I think it's 37. Uh, and the MCL is McLaren. And so how do they have so many the, more iterations because, of their car? Because McLaren has been around for way longer in a, a more competitive uh, part of Formula One without then, So what's Ferrari on? Uh, Ferrari changes their name. It's the SF... Is it their SF90 right now, Sergio? No, SF90 is the old one. I think it's the SF... What is it? It's just... I, I need a full season. SF175. The SF175, Yeah. The SF-175. So huh. sometimes they just change like the, uh, I yeah. don't fucking know. Who knows? But normally that's what he means. Surprise, like it's the not number. the SF-150. Like the Williams. What's the Williams? Well, no, actually the new one is the SF-24. SF-24. Oh, okay. So it's that SF makes... and the year 24. Yeah. Well, which one's the Williams? The Williams is interested beca interesting because they just started with the developing uh, development of that car not that long ago. And right now, like the Visa, the, the Visa Cash car whatever it's like the vk whatever car yeah unbelievable. and but that's the one because it's the first iteration of that team the venmo paypal team. cash app <laughs> it's the bitcoin bitcoin visa 25 cash app <laughs> <laughs> i mean jesus they have all these names uh but red bull they showed up and they seem to be stronger than last year their design of the car is completely radically different from everything else it's the f FW, okay, so FW for Williams and 46. So, again, probably 46 years in the category. I don't know, though, uh, on that. I don't, I'm don't. i not a, a historian. I like modern shit. I don't like to – I learn as I go. I don't, I don't dig. You do know a lot about Formula One. I'm learning. At learnt least to somebody who doesn't know anything about Formula One, it seems like an impressive amount. I'm learning. <laughs> Maybe you are – could you imagine? Oh, You're just completely bullshitting it's all bullshit. me. By the way, it's, it's so hard to learn a sport like uh, football. American football, I've been watching the NFL since 2010, like, religiously. Mm -hmm. And I understand a lot more than a lot of people. But, dude, when I talk to – because I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough that some of the analysts and some of the players follow me back because I talk about football here and there. And when I talk to them, dude, you realize how little you know. It's the same thing in racing. Are you talking about American football? Or, yeah, or the soccer? NFL. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, and it's the same thing with racing. 
like I talk to I talk to myself, I talk to my friends, great. And I talk to, for example, to Pato, my friend that races for McLaren. He does talk to himself a lot. I it's do. Crazy. I do. It's insane. Uh, it's it's a lot good a lot of good chats with me. But I talk to Pato and I realize chats I've, with me and chats with me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I realize that I I don't know shit when when you talk to someone or like with Sam. You know Sam from uh, Seen Through Glass. Mm-hmm. That dude knows everything about yeah. everything and has been following forever. Those guys like fucking historians. Now, what I understand is who's a good driver. I understand what good driving looks like. I understand what talent looks like. And I know what uh, flashes of uh, of uh, star, mm-hmm. star in the making looks like. I know what a bad driver is. I can see that. I, I also... I can show you what a bad driver looks like. For you sure. know, yeah, I, I can show you. <laughs> yeah. And... Put uh, me in one of those things. I'll show you. <laughs> I invested, and I invested in a company that represents uh, race car drivers. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm learning a lot, but I'm still on the base level. And because I'm on the base level, it's easy for me to explain things from uh, I didn't understand this like five years ago to now. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think so. Red Bull is like the Mac Daddy. They've been winning everything. They've been dominant as shit. And I think this year is going to be the same thing. The thing is, and this is the question for everyone during testing: How big will the gap be? Will it be three tenths of a second in the first race? If that's the case, then the other teams can evolve their cars and actually catch up this year and win a few races. But if the Red Bull is like seven tenths faster or a second to everyone else, which is what happened last year, Red it Bull was could, literally a second faster, dude. I mean, the results on a like lap more than that, yeah, yeah, on a lap, yeah, that's crazy. And that's where you're like dominant, and no one's gonna touch you because you can still develop your car further along with everybody else. Yeah. So, Red Bull's in a league of their own. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Oh, to F one, let me just uh, on anything. Let me just make something no. up. Okay, Real perfect. Quick. No, Let's do it. <laughs> I think. I think we're good. Oh, I think everyone, thank you so much for watching us. Uh, I, again, ask you join and follow the podcast, uh, Two Dudes, One Car, on Spotify, on Apple Cast, uh, on Apple, on Google Cast, on Amazon. Give us five stars. Subscribe, five stars. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. Yeah. That is, like, uh, the, uh, the only thing that's making us money right now. For real. And uh, that's it. It's Parker, your boy Alejandro, Two Dudes. One car, see you next week. Well, no, see you in your podcast. Yeah.